0: Well, there were a couple of stories this past week that got me thinking, we need to talk to a parenting expert about this. So we need to have a bigger conversation about uh, these stories and what they say about children and how children are being raised in some cases. The first was the firing of well-known and well-respected basketball coach Rich Goulet. And uh, I covered the story for Global. And the thing that stuck out to me in this case, well, a few things did. One was the fact that these were complaints that were made against a coach by students but the coach never heard from the students the coach never heard from the parents the parents went over his head and complained to to the school board. The other case that got me thinking was the one you've likely heard about. It has to do with a dad who taught his kids how to go on transit. An anonymous complaint was made. The Ministry of Children and Family Development became involved and decided that even though these kids, yes, were very well educated and knew how to ride the bus, one of them or a couple of them were too young to be doing it without an adult or at least somebody of babysitting age in their presence. Well, Lisa Bunnage is a parenting coach. She's with the the website BratBusters.com, and she joins us on the line now. Lisa, thanks so much for being with us. Hi, thanks for having me on. Uh, what is your take? Maybe we start uh, with the coaching story of uh, heroes. Uh, here are a couple of kids who found the style of this coach to be demeaning, but uh, the complaint wasn't made to the coach. The parents went above his head, took it to the board. What are we telling kids when, uh, when we send them the message that uh, if, you're, if you have a problem with somebody, uh, don't talk to them directly. We'll take care of it for you and we'll go above that person's head.
1: Well, the thing was, I did read the article, I'm not exactly sure what he had said. It sounds like he's just one of those old-fashioned, tough coaches. Yes. And, you know, kids these days, they're being wrapped in bubble wrap, and parents don't want anyone to look at their kids the wrong way. Heaven forbid they should say no to them, and this is what's happening these days, and it's just a style. So I feel sorry for these kids because they're not learning how to react in the real world.
0: And, and- he, Sorry, go ahead.
1: That's okay. Well, they're bubble wrap. And you know, it's a new style of parenting and that everyone, oh, we have to protect our children. They can't do anything for themselves. And we have to go in and be, you know, in other words, the kids are not being raised to be independent and to be tough. I told my kids to suck it up. Life isn't fair. The sooner you learn that, the better. You know, some things are going to be difficult.
0: And he is. When you talk about him being an old, old style coach, he is. He's been the coach since 1979. He's known for yelling. Uh, he's known for getting results. He's a basketball coach. He wants the team to win. Not everybody's going to get to play equal time. Um, I didn't ask him specifically. My guess is he's not a fan of participation ribbons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but the, but the thing is, he says, you know, he's there for the good of the kids. He wants these kids to excel. And he was saying if, if being demeaning to somebody, if somebody takes that as trying to get you to be a better player, then I guess so be it.
1: But what he said, too, is interesting, is he said he's finding in the last couple years there's more uncommitted players with attitude problems, and that just goes to show that's parenting. It's not the kid's fault, it's the parent's fault. They're not raising kids with manners, and they're telling them, if you are rude or you are difficult, I'm going to go in and fight your battle for you anyway, so don't worry about it. And, you know, talking about the awards for participation, I saw one kid get an award for tucking in his uniform shirt and his pants. And I thought, wow, no one's given me an award for tucking my shirt in.
0: <laughs> oh, no. What does
1: it come to? It's just, you know, they get awards for pooping and picking their noses almost. It's absolutely ridiculous. So, yeah, I don't think we're preparing them for the real world.
0: Well, and that was my thought. What happens when these kids that their parents took on, the, and, and the parents didn't even take on the coach. The parents went above the coach's head and went to the school board. What happens when these kids get their first job and their manager or their boss yells at them because they made a mistake?
1: Well, I mean, that happens all the time, doesn't it? You see them hopping from job to job because people aren't being fair and they aren't treating them well, you know, and then they go home running to mummy. You know, it's just not fair to the kids. And I call it bubble wrap parenting. I think it's a big mistake. But also this uh, thing about the bus, I don't know how old those kids were that were on transit. That was something that, that, you know, if they're they're a certain age, I do think that you have to, um, they they do need supervision. So I'm a little bit funny about that story and I'm not, I don't, Quite know how old they were.
0: They were. Uh, they ranged in age from seven to eleven.
1: Seven to eleven. Were they together? Was the seven-year-old with the eleven-year-old? Yeah,
0: they were all together and riding the bus together.
1: Oh, well, I think that's fine. Then.
0: <laughs> and had, and the dad had years spent
1: old. that's fine.
0: I, and I think two months old, two months away from being twelve, so two months away from being able to be a babysitter.
1: Do You want to hear a funny story? Years ago, someone was saying, she had a five-year-old and she trained her in on how to take the, uh, the school bus. And it was just a block then then she told she had a little watch and everything, this little girl. And that she said, No, the bus comes at eight forty five. Eight forty five hit. The little girl saw the bus hadn't come yet, so she walked home. (laughs) 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 I thought that was so cute. That's why five is too young, seven's even probably too young, because they, they just don't understand situations might not always go as planned, right? But I thought that was really cute. So that was a bit young, I thought. But, yeah, I think that we have to prepare children to be independent, to be strong, and to let things roll off their backs sometimes, that life is not fair. And and that's what we're not teaching children that. And they're raising, you know, the self-entitled generation, we see it all the time. They're not getting up for elders when they get on the bus and, you know, just this rudeness. And that's something that I've seen a trend for the last probably 30 years, just getting worse and worse unfortunately.
0: Why is that do you think that that teaching kids exactly that holding the door for you I find people uh, and it's not just kids people in general uh, go in a door and let it slam behind them and don't even do that anymore why is it you think that parenting has changed even so much in the last couple of years? I think uh,
1: yeah I don't know about the last couple if anyway I think it's getting a little bit better and I'll tell you why because I've really battled in the last 10 years with my business this new age parenting where we just let them do everything. They're perfect, everything they do. We praise them, you know, for picking their noses. But now I think parents are realizing that backfires, and it backfires big time in the teen years, which is a lot of the ages of my clients. Um, And I think people are kind of waking up now. You know, I really teach manners and and respect and mutual. It's not quite the old-fashioned way of parenting where it was authoritative, but it's get involved, have fun with your kids. And, uh, but teach them rules and teach them about accountability. And, you know, even when whenever my kids did anything wrong, I didn't just say, say you're sorry. You say you're sorry, and then you say, it was all my fault. And then you say, what can I do to make it up to you? Like, make amends. So be responsible for your actions. And that's sadly missing. But I, I think I'm seeing a little bit of a turn. You know all those new age parenting books. I don't. I don't know. I think they're kind of going out of style. I'm hoping, anyway.
0: <laughs> well, you, you make a good point. If it's going to backfire when when you have teenagers, then then it really, hopefully, that's eye opening for people.
1: Well, a lot of the authors of those books have young children, and a lot of their methods work very well with young children. But uh, in the teen years, they backfire because they don't. They're not based on leadership, and that's what I teach is leadership. So. Without that, teenagers will look to their peers. And that's why parents say, oh, I'm so worried about their peers. Why worry if they're looking to you? You know, I was the one my kids came to, so why was I I never worried? So but if you're a strong leader, you never have to worry about the teenagers at all. Hmm. You'll fly right through it. It's <laughs> a I did I couldn't believe how easy it was, to be honest, because I'd already had the leadership in place. So it was mutual. We discussed things back and forth wasn't me telling them what to do it's like okay that's the situation let's work it out together now if those kids were unhappy with the coach or maybe it was just the parents actually it might not have even been the kids then they should have said to the kids what should we do how are we going to handle this right and mm-hmm. then I would go to the coach if if I did feel he was being nasty or something to my kids I might go up and say you know what let's discuss this but I do it off to the side with him or I get my child to do it or we do it together but I try and work it out with him and I'd figure out you know what's going on here? Is this out, is this rude or is it? You know, I think coaches kind of are allowed to be a little bit pushy and rude, <laughs> like to get results. I think that's kind of isn't that kind of the norm with a really good coach.
0: I think it was. I don't know if it still is or not. Uh, But, but you, you make a point as well. And that was what struck me with the case of the father and these kids. And each kid is different. The kids that he had spent so much time uh, teaching how to ride the bus. And, and with this ruling that came that he's no longer, they're no longer allowed to ride the bus without an adult. It took away a lot of their independence. And I thought, here's somebody who, his kids' independence is really important. He's trying to teach these kids how to have that independence, and how to be accountable, and now this outside agency has taken that away.
1: I don't even know what to say about that, because I haven't heard that before. Like, I've never heard of that. I think 11. I mean, isn't that allowed, to be on a bus at 11?
0: There, there is no age on the bus. It's that The TransLink will leave it up to the parents.
1: Yeah, but I, don't, I honestly, I don't even understand that. I don't know how they could have taken that, that privilege away from those kids, because there's lots of kids. I see them on transit all the time, lots of young kids.
0: And I think, so, yeah, and you can ride, your, what they're saying basically is these kids could ride their bikes to school, which, if you're talking about safety, uh, would be more dangerous than taking a bus, but can't take the bus. I think so.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I, and like I said, I think when they're really young, like I'd say 8 and under, it gets a little bit touchy, depending on how, you know, strong the child is, like, you know, emotionally strong. Some of them are scared. They don't want to do it. At mm-hmm. 11? If that, if that kid isn't, isn't able to ride a bus at 11, what else can't he do? Is he not allowed to walk to the neighbor's street unattended? Like, I just think that's kind of stupid. So, and you know, kids, I think it's fine for a really mature 12 year old to be babysitting. And if this kid's right on the cusp of 12, like what, you know, I I don't get that at all. But the one thing that I'm always talking about is this new age parenting and how we have, and it, it, it goes against everything that I teach. Everything I teach is about leadership and setting rules and boundaries and, and respecting your child's levels, too. Don't expect a child to talk up to you at your level. You talk at their level so that they understand you and they feel respected. And that is what I just see a huge lack in parenting these days with that. And it's all these books and this new age parenting stuff that's out there. I battle it all the time. And this is what I have to erase when my clients come to me. Is I say, well, let's talk about leadership now. Because we're not going to be sitting around wishy-washing, saying to the kids, Oh, sure, whenever, when do you want to watch TV? You know, when do you want to have the media, to, well, media time? Whenever you want, like, it's always asking them what they want. And that's, you know, not always the way to go. They need leadership. I guarantee if they don't get it at home, they're going to look outside of home and it's going to probably be their peers. And you don't want that when they're 14, 15.
0: All right, Lisa, we'll have to leave it there, but thank you so much. Always good to chat with you. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980. CKNW.